Hi folks, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know. Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. We saw Ian's buddy Joe Buck. What a guy. Does he have tattoos? We'll have to get him on here to talk about his tats. Just a picture of Troy? You know, I, I don't like to dwell on the past. All on his back. A full, like, Troy Aikman face on his back. <laughs> Aikman, touchdown! Unbelievable! Aikman, touchdown! Unbelievable! For Joe Buck. I dwell on the past. That'll make Jay and Dan happy. We talked to uh, this one gentleman. We thought he was pulling our chain or something. Speaking of uh, pulling my chain... I think I pulled my growing masturbating. Now things are getting kinky, you know? I went to yoga and, uh, you know, I was feeling pretty good. And then I had the house to myself. Wife was gone. Everyone was gone. So, you know what I like to do when I have the house to myself? Pleasure myself. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, now some fun for both of us. And I don't think I've masturbated for a few days. That's not that's not normal for me. And so I don't know what position I was in. But as soon as I ejaculated, it was like, oh no, I'm coming, baby. So I don't think I can masturbate anymore. So long, my time here is up. Engineer Jim is an award-winning audio engineer. Our guest that's joining us now in studio, Bobby Diaz, is barely employable. I do what I do. Well, what we wanted to talk about was your vasectomy. So, got to the doctor's office, sits me up in the stirrups. Right. Just displaying your junk. So, I'm trying to keep it together because I'm not really enjoying what's going to happen next. So, he immediately starts to fondle my genitalia. What the heck is happening to my genitals? Shaved already. But pubeless Bob. Yeah, pubeless Bob. Yeah. So, he says to himself out loud, he goes, thick skin. <laughs> and then he says just a few seconds later, meaty. <laughs> Now when you ejaculate just a flag out of your urethra that says bang. It's like this wispy gray smoke. Just like, <laughs> and everybody's really calm after I ejaculate. You're listening to the Jay and Dan podcast. Bobby, oh God, what's wrong? Podcast time. That's what we're doing. It's the podcast. Uh, what episode are we? 119, 120. Ep- 120? The big one two zero. Wow. Remember 120 minutes on uh, MTV? No. I never got MTV. Neither did I. <laughs> hey, uh, we're doing this uh, podcast not from Engineer Jim's award-winning engineering studio. Audio engineering studio? Audio studio? Is the studio winning awards? <laughs> I suppose it could. I guess it- we're in our uh, our little TV home. That's right. Uh, just hanging out, uh, having a conversation, drinking some yerba mate. Re- remember when we used to switch locations to do the podcast when Mike Botticello was in charge and the audio sounded like we were across the street? Oh, uh, That's why Mike Botticello <laughs> is no longer employed at this network and never will be again. And he'd always be like, no, no, we're going to fix it. It'll be just fine. Yeah. <laughs> and then he wouldn't do that. <laughs> he wouldn't fix it. No. Hey, Dan, uh... You've either been paying too much for a comfortable shave or you've settled for a low price, low quality razor. But our friends at Harry's, they offer a great shave at a fair price. They make their own high quality razors. They cut out the middleman. They ship them right to you for half the price of the leading brand. I got to say this, Dan. Harry sent us these beautiful razors. You're going to show them off here. These beautiful razors. Look at this shave cream. And what I really love you know, blades. It, it looks nice. It's all compact. It's beautiful. The start. It's the starter set. It's called the Truman. It's a great option for you new customers. 
For 15 bucks, you get a razor handle, moisturizing shave cream, and three of Harry's five-blade German-engineered razors. Full refund if you're not happy. Plus, if you're a fan of this podcast, and we know you are because you're listening, special offer. Harry's will give you five bucks off your first purchase, promo code FOXSPORTS. Harry's.com. Go there now. Look for the Truman set. Harry's.com. H-A-R-R-Y-S.com. Enter code FOXSPORTS. You'll get five bucks off. You'll help support the show. Give Harry's a try today. I feel like a rich guy with this box. It's like so fancy. It's too fancy for me, but I'm, I love it. I like to have this box in my bathroom. Yep. So uh, thanks, Harry's. That's great of you to send us shaving gear. Our guest today, Dan, oh, is boy. Wheeler Walker Jr., whose new album, Redneck Shit, is, uh, is sweeping the nation. It's taking the nation by storm. That's right. This is a, this is a country album that is extremely offensive, mm-hmm. but it musically, it's very well done. And he decided, he's like, you know, no studio is going to let me do this, so I'm just going to do it myself. I'm just going to do it myself. But this is the thing. And we're going to talk to him about this. He somehow managed to convince the hottest producer in Nashville, Dave Cobb, who's produced uh, the Jason Isbell album, the Sturgill Simpson album, the Chris uh, Stapleton album. He's like the hottest producer in Nashville. He produced this album. It That's sounds right. great. That's right. So we're going to talk to him about that. We're very excited to have yeah. him here in studio with us. And he uh, says he's a fan of our show, which is blowing my mind right now. Uh, So, yeah, lots to talk about. He's uh, going to be here in a a few minutes. Uh, Also, this is the last podcast we do before our three-week vacation. Perfect. Toolsy, what are you up to for your vacation? Uh, Let me guess. You're in an RV. No. Filling it with prostitutes. I'm uh, hopping uh, hopping on a plane tomorrow morning, flying back to Canada. Uh, gonna go to the J game on Friday night. And you rent an RV. Get right behind home plate. Gonna hopefully catch some foul balls, right my teeth. So, have you purchased your tickets? Because we were discussing where you were going to purchase your tickets. I went to purchase them on StubHub, but uh, there was, uh, I talked to my bank before. Anytime I try to purchase anything over $5, there seems to be a Should a we problem. talk about your finances? Is this a problem? You just went to purchase no, remember, on StubHub? Remember, we're talking about my bank here. That Oh, yeah. The there's bank. always Everybody knows your bank. Yeah. Four, four letters. Yes. Headquartered in Buffalo, New York, here in the United States. And I told him, I I talked to the lady. I'm like, put a note on my account. I will be in Canada for three weeks using this card every day. I guarantee, first purchase, sorry, flagged, uh, suspicious activity. And then I said, put it in bold letters, please. And then everyone at the store or the restaurant is like, ooh, things going bad for tools. Ooh, credit declined. So, uh, Yowzers. there's going to be a lot of that. Hopefully, uh, my girls bring their uh, piggy bank money so because they, they'll be buying the food at the Rogers Center. And that's fine. Uh, that's why they've been saving those pennies in their piggy bank so that they can take dad out and buy him beers. Little uh, Rubio tool. I talked to her today. I'm like, uh, you ready to go to the J game? She goes, I can. I don't have a shirt. She's like, I only know two players. Donaldson, Tulawiski. I'm like, you know more than 95% yeah, more, of the people. More than most uh, Toronto. But that's how the fans, they're so into it now. Everyone needs a jersey to go. So, you getting her a jersey? There, she's going to have to buy herself. I'm going to get declined. <laughs> Couldn't you, yeah. <laughs> Couldn't you do something for it? Like, strip down naked? But or... seriously, every time I go to use it, I'm like shaking. I'm like, this is uh, this not going to go through. Here, here's a, just a small piece of advice. Maybe change banks? <laughs> But that's such a process. Okay. 
it makes no sense. You just you just go into the HSBC and say, I'm going to this bank now. Then you go to that bank and say, get my money from that bank. I'm This is my bank now. And then you leave. <laughs> and then you can pay for things and not be embarrassed. <laughs> well, unless you're in like a sex shop. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, what are you doing for, uh, and I, I'm spending the rest of my entire three weeks in Canada going to out beautiful Elmhurst Resort outside Peterborough for a week. You're going to be there for a week. Yeah, 10 and days. Then, and then what are you going to be for the rest of the time? In an you RV? Haven't figured that, haven't figured that out yet. We're, uh, we're playing it by ear. Now, why are you ignoring my RV with prostitutes plan? Because I'm not discussing. I'm not getting an RV. But think how fun that would be to go across the country in an RV full well, of I'm prostitutes. Not, for, I'm not traveling across the country. Where are you going? I'm going to be in an RV full of prostitutes. No. Uh, I am going uh, to British Columbia. Ooh. Yeah, beautiful British Columbia. I'm going to Kelowna, B.C. for a bit. Kelowna. Uh, Kelowna. Uh, have you ever seen this video? And I wonder if maybe Ben can insert it now. It's this Kelowna, Kelowna-fornia video. No. Kelowna-fornia. Yeah, it's really bad. It's, okay. what, it's, it's douchebags with jet skis and stuff. Yeah. And they're talking about how Kelowna is like the California, Canada. Kelowna, California. Is that is Danny Heatley in it? He's got a place in Kelowna. Peter's there. He's like, ah. <laughs> uh, so we're going there. And then uh, we're going to Europe for a couple of weeks. Uh, we're going to go to London, where we were for the Olympics. Are you I stay- can go back to some of our old haunts. Are you staying at the same hotel we stayed at? No, I am not. I am not allowed <laughs> back there. Think of all the triple G&Ts we drank there. Oh, I can't wait to drink English tonic with my gin. It's lighter. It's not as syrupy. It's delicious. You can crush so many of them. Uh, are you going to do the touristy thing? You're going to see uh, the the big tower or the Big Ben? Yeah, we're going to see the. I'm gonna I'm gonna get into my hotel. I'll go up to the concierge desk. I'll be like, "Hey, where's the big tower? Tower of London? What do you you mean the London Eye or big tower? I was told you guys have one." Show me where the fuck it is. And then you'll have some clotted cream for some, breakfast. Some clotted cream. Maybe I'll go back to Harrods where you saw, uh, oh, who did you see? Uh, Jim Beheim. Beheim. Eating a, eating a right. Sunday. That's right. Just by himself. Just like, I'm eating my feelings. <laughs> but go to Harrods. Have you been to Harrods? Yes. Oh, absolutely. They have a full-time Christmas shop. Oh, and uh, the food hall. And yeah, it's awesome. And then, and then that where creepy uh, Dodie Al-Fayed Princess Diana yeah, Memorial. Underneath an escalator. Yeah, because the Al-Fayed family owns Herod's, I think. Yes. So, yeah, anyway, we'll go there. And then we're going to go to Barcelona, hang out with Leo Messi. Barcelona. Yeah, yeah, we'll hang out with Leo. The interesting thing about Barcelona and a lot of Europe in August, Dan, it's closed. The whole country. Like, oh, everyone's on vacation. Yeah, everyone takes vacation. So all these restaurants, you know me, I like to go to nice restaurants. So I'm looking at all these restaurants up. They're like, closed August, closed. So I guess we'll just be hanging out in our hotel room. Eating room <laughs> Is the hotel open? I'm not even sure about that. <laughs> Maybe we'll get there and we'll just be like walking the streets. We'll have to find an RV full of prostitutes. So what happens though? What if people need like to, to eat or get groceries? They just out of luck? No, well, the markets are open. The hotels are open. But a lot of restaurants just say... It's August. We're shutting her down. And uh, yeah, doing the European thing with a baby. Yeah, we're taking our, our baby because she flies free. Yeah. That's the only reason. That's right. Once she gets past two, no yeah. more trips for you, kid. No more free flights. So there's a couple of reasons we're doing it. A, because she flies free. And we can put her into the overhead compartment <laughs> while we fly overseas. Just crack the door just a little bit so she can breathe. 
she'll be fine up there. And then every once in a while, I'll just, I'll just like Kareem, I'll just sky hook in some food for her into the overhead. You know, though, that's a long flight. And when you walk to your seat and the people beside you are like, oh, I know. oh God. And man. we're, and we're flying, uh, we're flying first class. So those people what? spend a lot of money. Oh. Those people have spent a lot of money to fly first class and have a baby ruin that whole trip. So you got uh, first class. Maybe if I have the card problems, I can borrow some dineros. No, can- we have the same amount of money. You just <laughs> are with a shitty van. Now, you can Western Union me money. <laughs> I could Western Union you euros. Perfect. They'll think I'm a world traveler. Yeah, that's true. And then, uh, oh, and so the other reason, Toolsy, that we're taking the baby is because, and this is... Gonna, because you can't leave it alone here? Well, I guess that's true. We can't technically <laughs> just leave or abandon the baby. No, because we want to take a bunch of pictures with her in Europe. And then when she's like, why don't you take me to Europe when she's like 17? I'll be like, fuck you. Look, here's a picture. Took you over there. Yeah. There's you in front of the big tower. <laughs> here's you in front of a closed restaurant. <laughs> Another closed restaurant. Yeah, yeah you were star. We starved you for a week <laughs> in Barcelona. You were very slim by the end. When is someone's first memory? Like, at what age? Mine was, like, last week. That was the yeah, furthest I back think, I can remember. I'm going to say, like, four, maybe? Nah. No, you don't remember anything back then? I got little little flashes. <laughs> little glimpses. There was a priest. He was taking my pants down. <laughs> Shh, can't say that. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, Bobby enjoyed that. I think, like, eight, maybe? Earliest memory? Eight? Eight? So grade, first grade, second grade, don't remember. Third grade, you're like, hey, I'm me. Oh, no, no. I do remember things from uh, earlier grades because I always remember always looking at my lunch and I'm like, I wish I had that kid's lunch. So even at that young age, (laughs) you were envious of everyone around you. You couldn't just appreciate it. As we've discussed, no, as we discussed, (laughs) ham sandwich every day for 15 years. (laughs) Well, that's good. Some kids don't get any of that. Now, I assume it was like the Spanish ham that I'm going to be eating in Barcelona. Well, I would if the restaurants weren't closed. <laughs> no, it was a ham we just slaughtered that morning <laughs> on the pig farm. Just freshly slaughtered. Don't even cook it. Yeah, just cook up some, or just slice up some ham legs. Put it in between two slices of white bread. <laughs> just put it in a, in a Dukes of Hazard lunch kit. Yeah. And off Dan goes to school. I think they, I think my mom just put it like, like you just got it from uh, the deli, so not even bread. Just here's some ham. Here's a pound of ham. Oh, great! Enjoy <laughs> every day. You open up your Dukes of Hazard lunch kit. There's a hoof, in it. <laughs> <laughs> and, then you say, and then you say the kid beside you, "Who wants a hoof? <laughs> Who wants a trade? Uh, we don't want your your hooves, Dan." Yeah, they're eating Joe Louis and stuff. Yeah. Well, you're the one laughing now. Oh you're, no, but I you're did... with a bank that won't let you have any money. <laughs> That's our money now. <laughs> but I did have all caramels oh. in my uh, lunch. Oh, so the craft caramels? No, the uh, all caramels. It's uh, like uh, sponge cake on the bottom. What? And then like caramel on the top, all coated in chocolate. Okay, that sounds amazing. I, I know people are going to be like, I can't believe you don't know what that is. I've never heard of that. Go to any grocery store, you'll see it. What about the little... In remember, Canada. Remember the craft caramels, the little... The only ones I eat, the, all the other ones taste like crap. But they're not craft caramels anymore. They're like something else, like Joe Louis caramels or something. They sold the caramel built business. Ooh. I don't know why they would do that. Don't like that. Those are tasty. Uh, no craft peanut butter in America. No, it's very strange. We smuggle it back here. My wife, ins- 
my wife's like a little militant about it. Like, oh, I can only eat craft peanut uh, butter. I'm we'll a, have to bring it in our suitcase. I'm a skippy guy now. It's probably that the same peanut butter craft. It all tastes the same. It's peanut yeah, butter. It's goddamn peanut butter. Like like at Whole Foods, and you see people like, I need freshly ground peanut butter from Whole Foods. Yeah, I want at least eight teaspoons of oil yeah. on top of my peanut yeah, butter. Yeah, I want to open the jar and have a big thing of oil I have to cut through. I can't just have Skippy or Jif or... But they don't even sell it there. Whole Foods doesn't sell it. Oh, no, it, that's so. true. They sell like Bill's Organic. <laughs> yeah. Mickey's organic. Was, it's you made know. in some dude's sink in uh, Pomona. <laughs> it's, it's the first, the first California city that came to mind. Where is Pomona? East, East, East LA. Mm. No, not LA. East LA. That's where Bobby Separate. was born. Separate from LA. Different. Not part of LA. Okay. That's gonna be good. Uh, Oh, oh, we got to read one more sponsor yeah, uh, thing here, Dan. Yeah, uh, Wheeler just got here. Yeah. Uh, he's coming on. Yeah. Uh, folks, rule number one of mandem. No matter what you do around the house, you're likely to screw it up. I don't need to tell you that. Your wife told me. What can I say? She talks. Anyway, I can help you smooth out pretty much anything. Just send flowers from thebooks.com. No woman in her right mind would turn away a peace offering of Books flowers. Books flowers are grown at eco-friendly farms on the side of a volcano. I'm serious. A volcano. Blooms are larger. Colors more vibrant. It's a better soil. It's more sun. It's a lofty 10,000 feet thing. Gorgeous flowers from thebooks.com hand delivered to your girl. They say, we're still good, right? Apologies don't cost much at thebooks.com because books prices started 40 bucks. Can you believe this, Dan? 40 bucks. There are no upcharges, no extra fees. Even delivery absolutely free when you register with the Books. Listeners of our show save 20% off the bouquet of your choice. Just go to books.com and enter promo code J. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com. Promo code J. Books.com. Promo code J. You know what I love about these promo codes that are just my name? You've been complaining about it and nothing's been happening. It's just staying the same. I'm fine with it. Uh, okay, here we go. Oh, I love this question. We, we're going to dip into the Jane Dan mailbag. This one from Matt Morton. And we might abruptly stop this if Wheeler Walker Jr. walks in here because apparently he's here on. He's got to get mic'd up anyway. Oh, yeah, okay. So here we go. Here's Matt Morton. The subject is Justin Bieber. Hey, Bods. Big fan of the pod. Couple things. First off, thoughts on McCain Deep and Delicious Cakes, a Canadian delicacy? I am so excited we can talk about this. How great were McCain Deep and Delicious cakes? They still make them, don't they? I think so. I find yeah. them pretty damn delicious. Oh. Here he is! Wheeler Walker Jr.'s here! Come on in! Just as we're finishing talking about McCain Deep and Delicious cakes. How are you, my, friend? Up, my friend? Pleasure to meet you. Welcome. 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 Have a seat. This is a real treat to have you here on the, uh, the Fox Sports Live set that we're using for the Jay and Dan podcast. You're listening to the Jay and Dan podcast. Um, so when we first heard your album, I was amazed. And something uh, people always point out, obviously the lyrics, they're offensive and all that, but the music. Well, You've got like, because I grew up on country music. I grew up on George Jones. You guys are Cana- both Canadian, yeah. right? Because yes. I've been getting a lot of requests to play in Canada, so they must have a lot of country up there, but keep going, sorry. Yeah, so that's something that you're very proud of because you said, when all these uh, these nominations for awards come out, you said, where's my fucking album? Why am I not well, that was the, Because people are scared of it because of the lyrics. Well, that's what happened. So I was, I'm from Kentucky. I've been in Nashville for years and years. And the whole mainstream country world 
I really, I mean, I'm saying this honestly, I just didn't know about it. Like, I just, I had blinders on. I didn't know he had gotten this bad. Mm-hmm. So I've been kind of busting ass and making what I thought was country music. So I'm in the studio, and I had these kind of dirty, anytime you, like, if you guys didn't have to censor yourselves on this show, you'd say bad words, you know. Yeah. You'd say people would talk however they wanted to fucking talk. Mm-hmm. So when you write a song, the first ver- you know, the first draft is always going to be dirty. So I'm in the studio, and this uh, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I'm talking to the producers and these guys. I mean, the best producers and players in Nashville. Right. I, I empty out my bank account. I just, I'm going to pay for it myself because no one would fucking make the, the record. And I was listening to playback. I go, well, let's, I'll just use the, the ballad, fuck you bitch, the example. And I... <laughs> <laughs> To let any of the crew know where we're going with it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's like, that's how you feel, right? So, like, I listen to back, and I go, man, you know what? Let's do a clean one. This is such a pretty song. Mm-hmm. To get on the radio, let's do a clean one. And they all turned around at me, because they make bigger records, these guys. And they thought I was crazy. They're like, this ain't getting played on the radio. Even if you clean it up, I go, why is it not going to get played on the Because, you know, I was going to be like, screw right. you, girl. Whatever it was, you know. You, the, things ain't right. You know, whatever. You change yeah. it up. And they go, this is real country music. They don't play this on the radio anymore. Right. So then right. I go, well, if they ain't going to play it anyway, why am I censoring it? So I right. just kept all the lyrics. I would have cleaned it up if I thought it could get played on the radio. And then when I, what happened was after I recorded it, I listened. That's when I started getting myself in a lot of trouble. Because the albums, as you guys probably, maybe that's how it would help you guys. It's a very personal record. It's not like about the industry or about. But then I listened and watched all this Florida Georgia line, Sam Hunt. Luke Bryan shit. I was like, what the fuck is this horrible shit? Because the yeah. shit you guys are talking about. It's pop. About. It's not even country. It's not, it's, well, you're exactly right. It's pop, but it's not even good pop. You know, right. it's like, you. I'm sure you're with me. You like good pop music if you hear it. Yeah, if it's yeah. decent. If it's decent, but like, even like, uh, it's like, it's like cracker hip hop. Like, I love NWA. I, I listen to it. I don't need some guy with a backwards baseball hat, right. like, <laughs> making shitty raps about like his truck yeah like i got the real I, the you know the public enemy we're CD. covered the public yeah. enemy albums are still there yeah you got i got the, i got the whole public enemy catalog on my phone anytime i want it yeah so the problem with the new country there's like no twang you brought the twang back well that's the, a, the country sound that's the part where it's so surprising to me because i you can get you can understand why i'm kind of shocked because i leave the studio like well you know it's just country, like to me, it was just country music. I re- I was not dumb, like I knew it was really dirty because that's how I, f- I was pretty pissed at the time. But like, it, I don't. It doesn't sound like any kind of breakthrough music. Just the, I didn't realize how much the world was starving for real country music because it ain't out there anywhere. There's nowhere right. to play it. Well, you the thing the thing that really caught my attention was like I love Sturgill Simpson and and Chris Stapleton and all these guys that Dave Cobb has produced. And I listen to your album, I'm like, man, this sounds great. And then I see, holy fuck, Dave Cobb produced this too. Yeah, like, well, this is so cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I, he's the, probably the hottest producer right now. And I I really hope I didn't end his career. Because <laughs> <laughs> he makes so many great records and he's such a great guy that I think he thought this would... He, I, I love him to death and he's the best producer out there by far. And I just hope I don't get him... Like, I just want him to keep making the... But, you know... But what... With, what uh, how did you guys come together? Well, I met him through Sturgill. Because I knew Sturgill from back in Kentucky... And I said, I'm going to make, I'd basically had enough. And I said, fuck this. I'm going to just make the album I want to make. I'm not going to have a late, because anytime you put it, you know, if you have a label behind it or like a network behind it, 
Yeah. Uh, they can these assholes. Yeah, they can mess with it. And it's like I want to own it because making a record these days, it's not like it's ten dollars, but it don't for the what it, the price of your soul. It's not worth the cost. Like you guys can't afford to do a nationally broadcast TV no. show. Once it comes to the podcast, you guys, well, you'll own it. You own it yourself. You yeah, know right. exactly. I don't know if they charge you rent, but I'll, I, I want to. I want more specific business details. Yeah, on this yeah we one, can right? we can discuss it. By the way, we want to thank our sponsors, Harry's, uh, Harry's shave cream and razors. But you, yeah, exactly. That's a, I, that's what I don't. That's what I am in need of is some sponsors. But that was a ballsy move, as you said. You emptied your bank account to do this. Mm-hmm. That is a massive gamble. Well, the the point was, I was going to empty my because I'd had enough of Nashville, so I'm emptying my fucking bank account, and I you know I see what's selling in Nashville. And I'm realized, and I'm getting older. I'm like, I'm fucked. My career is over anyway. I never got to make the album I wait. I wanted to make. I'm gonna make the giant fuck you album to Nashville, and I'm gonna put it out. Everyone's gonna get pissed and ignore it, and I'm gonna move back to Kentucky. And then I got a call the week it came out, and they go, uh, it debuted at number nine on the Billboard country charts. And I was like, you know, this is a funny prank call. You know, whatever. <laughs> like this, is, it was Grammy week when it came out. Yeah, I mean the. The, ba- the band at number 10, Little Big Town, that wasn't doing <clears throat> They were on the... <laughs> they could be good. I don't know. I just showed everybody. But um, they were on the Grammys that week. They played for 30 million people, and right. I sold more records. I mean, part of it is that people aren't buying records, so it's not like that. You know, I'm still broke from this fucking thing. But all the, I, I've been told... I was told yesterday I'm going to make a profit. Yeah. I wasn't, oh, that's great. I wasn't told a date of when that... You know. Yeah. Like, yeah. What's Down a, the road, maybe. It's like Fox Sports call... Like, <laughs> We're gonna pay you one million dollars. Um, we don't know when you're gonna get it. You just keep working, and one of these days, defer the payments. One day, yeah. it's gonna be like the Bobby Bonilla deal. We'll get paid over exactly. thirty well, tw- years. Twenty bucks a, a pop yeah. for every day. For, We'd probably take uh, that deal. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I took that deal, and it was for zero. Um, so when it start, people started buying it again. It's not crazy numbers because I'm banned from TV. The album's banned from Walmart. I mean. My joke is the first album that was banned from Walmart before it was recorded. Um, <laughs> but no chains will sell it, so it's iTunes, Amazon only. No radio will play except Sirius LL Country really likes it. They play it because they can, they can do it. So it's really all under, it's podca- podcast people, you know, it's really and just it's like. it's a lot of word, word of mouth. It's word of mouth. It's word of mouth, but it's, this is a, good, a perfect example, which is like, I like what you guys do. You guys like what I do. Let's just hang out. You know, let's yeah. do it. So a lot of, and it's. So, of course, people now in Nashville is like, who's the giant? And you, you can tell them right now. You message me on Twitter. I message you back. That's we right. said, we'll do it. Yep. And then you see these articles like, yeah, he wouldn't have made, sold all these albums if he, without this giant PR machine. I'm like, PR machine? It's hell? a Twitter DM. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, a Twitter DM, and I'm still broke. So how the fucking marketing? So, that, you know, I get all that shit. So it's like I can't, I can't, I can, it's, it's the kind of the worst of everything, but still, like, we're we're about to we just tickets go on sale. I gotta do my listen. I don't have the razor, so I gotta do my selling. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But yes, yeah, sure. so, but the tickets go on sale Friday for the southeastern tour. But the West Coast tour, I'm like, we can't like the we played the Troubadour, which by the way, awesome. I would have been. How cool is that? By the way, let's. Why? Well, why didn't you call guys? Ask me for tickets right I next to Dan Tannis. Yeah, I think we were uh, gone actually. Okay. I, when you were playing the Troub, I think we were actually not even in the country because we're from Canada. They kick us out every two months or so. <laughs> Is that really they you guys have to go back? back? We have to step yeah. on the Canadian we soil. we got to step on the mm-hmm. soil, come back through. But I want to talk about a couple of things. First of all, you playing at the Troub. Let's talk about that. What was well, it? I was just saying, incredible. It was, so we do this West Coast tour. And I'm tell, well, the whole, my thing was I ain't fucking touring because I've been done it enough. Um, I ain't going to sit there in an empty club 
yeah. playing, you know, singing songs about my nuts in front of five people. <laughs> you know, if I want it, if it's seven or whatever. Yeah. But I, I was like, I'm not playing this shit to empty clubs. It's going to be stupid. And they're like, people, no, no, no. People are calling asking for you. And they had, you know. So, like, we did a West Coast, we did a mid, we did all these tour. My point being, we did, just did a West Coast tour up and down the coast. And every fucking show sold out. And, yes! even I, and even I was like, who are you idiots? <laughs> like, you understand? Like, I, it's, and it was so great, too, because, um, like, the Troubadour, the famous club, it was sold out a month in advance. I'm like, where do they? And then I forget. It's 2016. You don't need, like, fuck the radio. Yeah, you don't need the, it anymore. And you don't need to be in stores. But you re- mentioned your album's not in stores. I should uh, run through the... Uh... Uh, the song titles, this is probably a good reason. <laughs> Everyone's favorite part, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Redneck Shit, you got uh, Beer, Weed, and Coochies. Uh, by the way, that is that song is so catchy. Family yeah. Tree. I by think. the way, Family Tree, the cleanest title, don't you think? And yeah, the dirtiest. And the dirtiest. Yeah, and the dirtiest sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's how you get. Well, it. some people, some people be like, "Oh, there's the clean one." <laughs> yeah. And that's then, the single. And that's those are yeah. pe- those are unemployed radio. Yeah. What, DJs what you right do now. to the the dad at the end of the chorus? <laughs> Um, can I, oh, can I, sorry, I, sorry I keep interrupting. No, I was, I was, I was, like, oh, that's I was like, stuck in traffic and I, I'm kind of shot out of a can right here. But there's a song, there's a line that's, like I said, all my family, I'm from Kentucky, but all my family still is in Nashville. There's a song in that, which, get your bleep machines ready. There's a line in that where I say, I grab Uncle Andy, reach around, give him a handy. Mm-hmm. Well, I, well, during the album, I was actually crashing at my Uncle Randy's house. And I apparently, <laughs> I apparently was mumbling during the song a little bit. And, and I hear it now. My brother called me up and heard the record. He's like, that's some way to pay back Uncle Randy by jacking him off. (laughs) You stayed on his couch for three weeks and you jack him off in a song? (laughs) And I go, no, I'm saying Uncle Andy. And I I freaked out. And I put on the headphones like, oh, crap. So I was like, how do do you tell your aunt? So I sit down. I was like, it was aunt. But then, because he's a cool guy, he was like, in a weird way, he was like, oh, cool. It was a shout out. Not the shout out he was wanting, probably. But, but he uh, gets it. He no. He thought it was. He was not pissed. He thought it was funny. But like, it's it is Andy. I didn't mean to say. Not say Randy. Right. Yeah. But anyway, I, I'm sorry, Uncle Randy. That's, but so that's the family tree. Well, let's play. Can we play just a play little? Play whatever bit of you that? want. We actually yeah. have that. By the way, I, I own my masters. No one can sue you. That's play right. all you want. This is the only time we've been able to go ahead and play it, Payvan. This is the only time we've been able to play music on this podcast. So, yeah, but because that's the thing. That's why yeah. this industry's going downhill. Yeah. Because these co- co- why are Oh, we can't even sing like the, a sentence of a song on the show without getting shit. Well, that's well, tell me if you how much you want to tell me over the song, but I was well. We got to hear the chorus. Okay, yeah, let's wait for the chorus. Okay, let's turn it up a little, Polly Cause if I had my druthers, I'd but fuck both your brothers, then I'd grab oh, that's pretty. your sister, <laughs> take her out back, and fist her, go down on your mama, start a whole lot of drama, save your dad for last, so I need out his ass. There you go. There it is. See, and... Uh, we'll talk about that song say Cause listen, I'm not, I'm not, listen, I'm not stupid. Like I know it's funny, but I'm in the like this. I, I was going out with this girl, and she like every girl dumped me, and I was like, she had a really hot sister. And I'm like, man, I'd rather. This is where you get into crazy world. Cause you know what? 
in, in my head, I was like, I'd rather fuck your sister. Then you get start writing and you're like, you know what? Fuck you. I'd rather fuck your fucking dad. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather fuck your mom. Right. And I'd rather, that's how much I fucking hate you. I'd rather, I'd rather fucking eat your dad's ass. And then, <laughs> and like, you ain't supposed to, believe it or not, I'm the first guy in country music to put those things together. Yeah. Um, not a lot of ass eating lyrics. <laughs> well, that's the thing is when, by the way, and here's the craziest part. I, you may have to use the pixels on this, but at the shows, what, and I didn't make this up, but I, it, to be honest, it freaks me out. He goes, what's the, he goes, uh, grab your sister, take, and then all the, he goes, back, back and fist, or like, they put oh, their yeah. fist in the they air. Oh, yeah, the, the fist in the air. I love that. And it's cool, but it's a little, you know, it's like, yeah. it's not like there were, there's ladies hanging from the ceiling with, they're just the kind of the air. <laughs> the, the air fist. The air fisting, but it's, uh, but what I wanted to say about the shows was so, again, these, these giant crowds, I mean, giant comparison, you know, it ain't, you know, ain't Stapleton, but um, who, by the way, opened up for Guns N' Roses, which yeah, I was on tour. I fucking missed it. Would have been awesome. Um, but they've been really cool crowds. Like it was not like it's almost like the stupid. Because I'm I'm from Kentucky, and I, and I used to be called, especially you come out here, you go to New York, you're I'm always called a redneck, and so I don't mind using the term. But like I think the asshole rednecks who beat each other up, I think they're going to the shitty pop country shows. Yeah, the people at sure. my shows are all cool. There's this, we have an opening band. They're really these two crazy girls called uh, Bird Cloud. They're the only ones fight. Like they start fights in the crowd, right? Just because. But the crowds have been really cool and like no problem. I mean, they're just you know. People, I would have. Li- I'd, I'd like more women. I'm not going to lie about sure, that. But yeah. Maybe I should stop singing about eating assholes, and that would maybe. Maybe women the- should start appreciating those lyrics. Um, I think I. I think this is the easier way <laughs> to do it. But uh, but there's that song "Drop Them Out," which again I interrupted. Yep. But girls have been dropping them out of the shows. Yeah, how great is that? Anyway, how great is that? Um, um, and you brought back depends the, on the one. Which yeah, what sometimes. is the, the sit down guitar? You brought that back. The slide pedal guitar. steel. Oh, yeah. Oh man, that is that is. It's the prettiest country. thing. We got this guy Josh Kaylor's. That's not the, the the guy on the album. This guy Leroy Powell, who um, one of the best players I know in Nashville. He um, I used to do a and we do it on the tour now. We do a cover of this song um. Outlaw Ship by Waylon Jennings. One of my, it's like one of the last songs he recorded, and I wanted to cover it on the tour. And we actually, I played some shows with them before, and um, I was like, you know, do you think you can learn this pedal steel part? He's like, yeah, I played it. <laughs> That's the kind of musicianship I got. Yeah, right? so so he he's the one playing <laughs> on the record. And we got a guy just who's just as good. This guy Josh. Now, I mean, these guys, the you for Nashville forgets, but these the music you and I love. The players are still, I mean... Yeah, they're some, still there, right? They're some the of, session guys. A lot of them are gone, but some of those fuckers are still there. Like, the guy who plays pedal steel with Stapleton, he played in the Highwaymen. You know, it's uh, like, these guys are around, it's just no one wants to use them. And you mentioned Whalen. You must love this guy, because on one of his songs, one of my favorites, is he sings it about... Everyone said to him, no, this is how you do it. This is how Hank Williams did it. He goes, well, no, I'm going to do it my own fucking way. Was pretty sure... Hank didn't do it this way. Yeah, I don't think Hank done it this way. It's a great song. I mean, that's kind of... That's that's his middle finger to Well, that was kind of like in the 70s when they did it. And listen, I know I ain't Waylon. I ain't Will. Like, I I get it. Like, everyone's like, man, you ain't fucking Hank. You ain't... It's like, I don't fucking shit. Like, I'm not stupid. Those are my heroes. But in the 70s to do what they did with taking the orchestras out and just playing raw music and talking about real shit, that was their version of it. You know, I had to take it a step further to kind of do it. But my, 
in some ways it's similar in that our big fuck you is just to play country, you know, yeah. play real country. Because when they were doing, like you said, they couldn't, they weren't allowed to do that kind of stuff. But it's almost the same now, right, Wheeler, where the, the pop country is ruling the charts now. So you guys are kind of coming up and bringing back to the old ways. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a real interesting time to me for country music because what, what you guys are saying, country music, as far as radio goes, doesn't exist. It right. just, it's just not there. I mean, on the other hand, one of the best guys out there right now is Stapleton, who's the biggest guy out there, who's there being, radio stations now have to play because people found him and they're listening to mm-hmm. it all the time. But same thing with, I mean, Sturgill, I don't, is probably on some radio, but to me, the two, I mean, the best guys out there are Sturgill and Stapleton, and they're getting audiences, and people are listening to it, and people are showing up. So it's it's kind of, on the one hand, it's cool to see that, but the vast majority of it is this pop garbage with a, tw- I mean, these guys are, you know, no offense, these guys are probably from, like, more Canadian, yeah. probably more north than you. Like Florida Georgia Line, uh, Sam Hunt. Kenny Chesney, is he still poppy? I, I he is. I, I kind of, my thing is I rip on the person, then I check out their music, which has been, got me uh, kind of into trouble. But I, apparently, like, I'll hear, like, no, he ain't that But you know, because, again, going back to, you know, where I'm from, I grew up, you know, it was all that music was around. And then the big one was Garth Brooks, which is kind of a dividing line for everybody. And everyone in my school would, would play, you know, I got friends in low places. And I'm like, that's where I got into, me and my friends, you know, got into the, you know, Smoking weed, listening to punk, listening to Zeppelin, listening to all that. Because, like, I can't listen to this. This is the dumbest fucking song I ever heard. Even Garth <laughs> w- did the Chris Gaines thing for a while. He did well, the I mean, I, I that was baffling. He that was like, was, but that was almost it. so bad, it was kind of funny. It was. It was hilarious. But it was almost like he was sick of his own shit, so he had to do something. Well, yeah, I mean, can you, ma- can you imagine listening to those songs ever? Right. right. <laughs> every they, night. And, I, you know, like, I, my dad went, he played Lexington, and uh, my dad went and saw him. And he was explaining why it was such a great show. And everything he's saying was like they they basically harnessed his fucking fat ass onto this fucking <laughs> this crane and would put him out like he was saying how cool it was. But can you imagine Garth Brooks hanging above you on a crane? Yeah, I'd be terrified. Exactly. That's if I hear a, like if I see, you know you like in the cartoons the thing unravels. Yeah, death by you ain't gonna win that no. lawsuit. You know he's got good lawyers. You know you're de- death by by Garth. No <laughs> thanks. My Garth. But that because yeah he's hefty. He's uh, well yeah boy. he ain't getting smaller either. But. <laughs> That was kind of the dividing line where he was like, he was still in the cowboy hat and he's playing, it It looked like country, right? but it was really kind of, I mean, now it looks like fucking Hank Williams compared to what's out here right now because he's not even rapping, but it really was just, it was just kind of soft rock, really. Right. And it was like, I can't listen to this shit. And it made, yeah. gave country to me, it gave it a really bad name. And it's not, probably not even his fault, but like I said, it it became uncool for me and my friends to listen to country music. Then you go, it's all the same story with all my buddies. Everybody I talk to who plays good music nowadays, it's the same story. We're all from the South. We grew up with country. It got, started getting shitty. We started listening to, you know, Zeppelin and the Beatles and the Stones and the Ramones, whatever it was. And you go back to country and you're like, oh, shh. Because as you guys, like Waylon and Willie, that's not made for an 18-year-old. You know, that's adult music. Yeah, you yeah. can't really listen to I mean, the lyrics have kudo- lived in, right? It's lived. Well, the, both those guys, which you were talking about, the, both those guys had a whole career and were kicked out of country music basically right. before they had to move. And Willie moved to Austin. I think Wayne stayed in Nashville. But either way, they just said, I'm doing it my way or the highway. I mean, they didn't say, I'm, 
I must sing a song about eating out an ass, but they were their their, their version Everyone of it. Everyone has their own way of doing yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> Everyone has their own lines, but that's kind of what was happening back then. And you know, you you don't realize it till you're in your twenties, maybe at the earliest, like how great that music is, because that's not what they're listening to. Like I said, Garth Brooks was kind of the beginning of country music, and you would not hear the pedal steel; you'd hear the synthesizer, or you'd hear the electronic drum beats, and all of a sudden, it's just it's just you know, like I said, it's fucking hip hop, and I don't mean it in an insulting way to hip hop because I love good hip hop. Yeah. But if I want to listen to hip hop, like I said, I listen to fucking Dr. Dre. Are these new guys getting invited to the Grand Ole Opry? And when is your invite? Yeah. Well, my invite got a lot. Well, we talked because I love those crowds. It's just how old people sit there. You, you would have a great. I reaction. would. If, you if, would if, get a great if, reaction. If they said I could play the Grand Ole Opry, and I would, they would charge me for the show. I would do it, yeah. <laughs> but I think um, I don't think the establishment will have me. I think that the other guys, the think, new age guys, they do play it. Well, I think like Sturgill and them, I think play, and okay, I know like um, Margot Price is new. She's good. She's she, cool. I th- she's cool. I think she played. The, you know, it's kind of. She was on SNL, actually. Yeah, she was on it. She, she that was a big. I mean, that was just again. We're in such dire times for this kind of music. Just to see someone. With a guitar and uh, the drums and bass and, and steel yeah. and like real players playing real country music. It's like a, it looked like a novelty act, but it's not, <laughs> right. you know, it's like, because they're used to, uh, like, when I was a kid and when you guys were kids, you turn on SNL and you watch the band, you'd see a band. If they missed a note, they missed a note. Right. Yeah. Unless you were Ashley Simpson and you weren't fucking. That's what I'm anything. saying. Then it could yeah. turn into that where it's just like. Make sure the laptops are ready. <laughs> but you, I want to see good players, and it does seem like a lot of the good country guys now, although they're few and far between, is the best place to see real good playing, I think. Because, you know, you don't go to a show now like, man, the guitarist was awesome. Or you, it's just like, man, they pressed the space bar like at the right time. Yeah. The right time yeah, right. Were you a George Jones fan? I love hearing the old, the old stories where he's... He's nowhere to be found. Concert's about to start, and they go to a bar next door, and he's passed out drunk. Well, it's funny you say that because, <laughs> I, and no one believes me, but he was probably the one person I was, probably the biggest influence musically on this record because I was listening to so much. I don't know what it was about his music that tapped into me at that exact time, but when you, it's a kind of maybe a good example, which is if you take someone who's so out of your, your league and try to imitate him, it comes out, it almost came out of something like original because I can't be like, he's too good. I can't do what he's doing. But th- this album is a lot. I mean, not all of it, but a few of the songs, I mean, family tree, which again, lyrically probably not something they would do. <laughs> but to me, that sounds like George was me trying to sound like George Jones. Right. Yeah. I fucking missed by a long shot, but it came out sounding like it was as good as I could get. He, he stopped loving her today is ranked the greatest country song of all time. Well, it probably Jones. is, but also too, you know, again, what I'm doing is, I say again, I, I say again a lot when I say something for the first time. It's a, I'm trying to stop <laughs> but like you know, there's a song called um, "Can't Fuck You Off My Mind," but there've been a million songs called "I Can't Drink You Off My Mind." Yeah, it's yeah. the same. I mean, it's same a version. It's the same v- version of the same thing, but no one didn't want to say that because. Then you can't pay your assistant. Then you can't. Yeah. You got to get on the radio so you can pay the guy who flies the helicopter, That's who right. does the what. Oh, we got okay. another song. Is this, uh, which one's this? Oh, this can't Brooks? can't no. fuck you off my mind. Oh, it is too, man. Here we go. Let's listen to this for a second. And I'm crying every time I hear your name. 
Little Johnny Cash. Got these players to see you. While Rita's blowing me, I'll miss you desperately. I'm screwing Mary Lou. All I do is sling about you. While I'm sucking on Tanya's tits. Still not sure why we called it quits. No, I just can't seem to fuck you off of my mind. See, yeah, that's good country. <laughs> why are you guys laughing? So <laughs> Um, it's so catchy. Every one of the songs, you, well, I play it when I'm in the shower, and I'm like, I can't stop. Now, are these help real women? Along. Like the Mary Lou? This is well, uh, let me put it this way. Second album, I'm going to change some names. I got a couple calls <laughs> here. You're not really supposed to use the real names. Um, <laughs> some of them are real, and some of them are not. But the ones that are real, ain't too happy. But again, that's it, I did it again. I said again, again, again. Um, I'm trying to just kind of. That that song is probably the one that I don't know. I never thought about before. More women come up to me about that song than any other song. Hmm. Maybe I, they always say the same thing. They're like, "I know a fucking guy who did that to me. That's why I love that song." You know, it's like you leave a girl and you try to sleep your way around to mm -hmm. forget about her. And I wasn't really thinking about that. But and most people would write a country song kind of about that without getting into the details of what you actually did right. to each you just, moment. you laid it out wrong. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, why not? I mean, like I said, yeah. it ain't gonna get played anyway. I'm not gonna be on Fox Sports 1, I'm gonna be on the podcast. So yeah. what, what, the, what the hell is the difference? You know? ha have, has any established artists reached out to you and say, I love your album, like surprised you, you're like, holy shit. Um, the answer is a lot of them have, but it's the only time in, in interviews where I'm respectful at all because in general, everyone can go fuck themselves. But a lot of the guys I really love have called me up, but it just seems not fair to kind of say in a private call for them to say, I love your record. People I'm just huge fans have called me up and say, I love your record, and then go on a podcast, whatever it is. And you, if they said it was cool, you know, like I just don't want some b big artist. Yeah, you, you know, don't need to name them, but it but, has but, happened. It's happened a lot. And That's also, awesome. the op I've also gotten calls too, like you from... Sometimes individuals, sometimes someone in their, in their um, circle, like, you better lay off them. You know? What? Really? Yeah. Well, I, j I don't... name names in that Like, like uh, Steven like. Tyler, because you kept tweeting every day. Oh, four days, country album. Four oh, days yeah, until no. Steven Tyler's uh, country, well, I did, country I, album comes out. Well, I've, there's, this new thing called, there's a new thing called Facebook Live. I did a Facebook Live review. You could watch me listen to Steven Tyler's album and review it while I heard it for the first time. So he put out a country album. He put, well, in quotes, I don't know what this shit was. This was like, remember, I mean, I love Aerosmith. Their first few, they made so oh, many yeah. great fucking yeah. records. Yeah. And I didn't really like the last few. And then it's almost like Steven Tyler goes, well, I can one-up you on the ones you don't like. I'll make the worst fucking <laughs> shitty Aerosmith. You know what I'm going to do? This is going to be such a bad Aerosmith record. I ain't going to have Aerosmith on it. <laughs> I'm going to have, you know, a computer program, you know, it's going to be a MacBook backing me up. He redid Janie's Got a Gun with like a country version, uh, but it ain't uh, even country. It's uh, like, I wish you guys, when you're done, listen oh to that. We don't, have the, we don't have the rights to play that. And if they charge us a penny, you'd be ripped off. Oh. But it's the worst <laughs> fucking record I ever heard. And that one's different for me because I love Aerosmith. So it's weird to see a guy you love. We're getting back to a kind of a thing where... In the music industry, nobody's selling records. But country yeah. is still selling some records. Right. And people still buy records at Walmart, which I fucked up. 
But <laughs> so a lot of these older rockers are trying to get into country so they can sell some records. Rod Stewart says he's going to do it. All, all these guys. I mean, yeah. I can't name them all right. I mean, they're all just making, you know. Listen, if it was a good record, I'd admit it. I mean, I wouldn't, but it's not a good record. But is the this was the worst fucking shit I've heard in my whole fucking life. <laughs> yeah. And from a guy who's saying, like, when I was reviewing it, I, like, I had to listen to, like, Walk This Way just to get out of my, or li- listen to Toys in the Eye just to get out of my, my Cleanse head. the palate. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, but, but yeah, I, I, I also don't want to name the, ba- name the bands who come, but, well, there's a weird thing, too, because I went to um, a, uh, I won't make this mistake again. I went to the CMTs. <laughs> the first, my first, I was in, because you're on the charts, you get invited to the award show. So I was like, I'll go to one and I'll, they'll, they'll love me and I'll sell a million records. It's like the lowest sales week I had. No one talked to me. Everyone told me to phone up. But you know, like a lot, but a lot of the artists were kind of coming up to me. It was almost like a, like a Don Rickles thing. Like some people were pissed at me. Some people were big fans. And there was like this middle group of people who were like, why ain't you made fun of me? Right. Yeah, like, right. can you make fun of me to help me, like, a little bit? And yeah, then, of yeah. course... And then you're kind of like, fuck you. No. Yeah, exactly. You fuck. You don't even deserve me to, to say you suck. It's almost worse if you're begging for it. Yeah, exactly. But, you, like, it was almost like an, it's, it'd be an honor for you yeah. to tell me to go fuck my mom. It's like, well, <laughs> fuck your mother and, you know, have you, a good you day. You never say anything bad about Miranda Lambert. You're a big fan, right? I, well, there's that's what I'm saying. There are a few, few and far between good ones. I love Miranda Lambert. Like I said, Sturgill... Uh, Margo and Stapleton and uh, uh, Jason Isbell. Jason and Isbell's records are the so best. Great. But a lot, a lot of the guys I'm talking about too, especially the th- like Stapleton, Sturgill, and Isbell, like in a good way, are kind of cro- like it's not even p- pure country. Like I said, in the best way, they're mo- that's kind of go- goes back to my argument too, which is those guys are taking the form of country. They're doing something new with it or doing their own take on it. Right. Which is what you should be doing. Whereas, like, Florida Georgia Line is just taking beats from the fucking 80s and taking a Millie Vanilli, basically covering Millie Vanilli and having, you know, whoever, you know, doing the rap shit. Like, yeah. it'd be, if, it, if you were doing new and interesting shit with it, I wouldn't be pissed. I'm also just jealous that you're selling records and getting girls, and I'm not. Really. You had a great line in uh, your Rolling Stone <laughs> interview about Florida Georgia Line, and you're like, they said, do you have any tips for them? You said, yeah, get out of the fucking gym. Maybe learn how to play an <laughs> instrument. Well, that's yeah. what pissed me off so fucking bad is, like, all these guys are so fucking good looking and they're all jacked. And I'm like... They don't look the- like country stars, though. They look like douchebags. They look like douchebags. <laughs> but here's the... Th- like, I ain't wearing the shades and the hat and the beard to cup, like, so people won't be intimidated by my good looking face. You know, like, I came to this... Because I'm I'm in pain. Like you've been getting laid since you're 11. Yeah. You're so fucking good looking. Stay out of country music. This is for the sad song. Like, don't tell don't tell me about like countries of all about those drinking songs or like getting dumped songs. These like there's no way Sam Hunt's been dumped in his fucking life. Yeah. No. I don't think I'd dump him. No. You know. No, I wouldn't. Like uh, it's like where I'd are you? I fist him. Yeah, well, that, there you go. <laughs> the, that's why I'm saying about fuck ESPN. You don't hear that shit from. Yeah. Uh, uh, by the way, who's the other the guys here? Con Con Cowherd, you fucking coward, had me on your show. And what's this guy who does it with him? Whitlock. Yeah. Whitlock, yeah. you had me on too, or unless you're too big of fucking pussies. Uh, we'll you bring you take over this? there. Here still right now. Yeah, yeah, we'll go talk. Oh to shit, him. I didn't. I don't like to put my money where my mouth is. Um, <laughs> shit, let's play another song. You pick which one you want. No, I want you guys to pick. Uh, well, I like fighting, fucking fighting. Yeah, me too. It's That's, really it's catchy. The big three. Yeah. I, I like that. So let number eight. I like farting as a lyric. Like, nobody talks about that. That's well, the thing, because, and I was saying, they're like, why are you, like, 
doesn't make it jokey. I'm like, what's the nicest thing? How do you know when a relationship's going really well? You can fart in front of your partner, right? There I go. There Talking is. real shit in country music. <laughs> uh, let's uh, turn this one up a little, Polly Pay Van. It's a love song. It's a fight. It's, it's a, you know, it's a getting together song. And, you know, I'm trying to bring farting back into the country. Isn't that guitar? That's Leroy, oh, by the way, Leroy Powell on guitar and pedal steel. His brother Chris Powell on drums. And uh, on bass was Brian Allen. I spelled his name with a Y on the record, but it's with a <laughs> well, he played bass on Sturgill's first record. Wow! This whole band played on Sturgill's first record, so I just gave them the that gave the the graphic designer uh, the credits from Sturgill's record. The Sturgill spelled it wrong. Sturgill. So then he, now he, his two best records, <laughs> he spelled it with an Y. But sorry, Brian, you're it's with an I, Brian now, Allen. Now you're heading. You're doing a Southeast tour. So yeah, this is gonna finally going back to Nashville. Back we're wow. playing Nashville for so the first time since the record came out. How crazy playing, is that gonna be? Well, Lexington, Lexington's gonna be. I mean, that's my hometown, Lexington. Yeah. As long as can I don't know what what your relationship is to college sports, but obviously, just saying I'm from Lexington, Kentucky, tells you where my sports affinities sure. lie. And I'm um, I'm gonna guess Cal gonna, ain't gonna be at the show, but he's got a he's on the list. If you if you got if you want to show so, up and get your ass up to Canada. Well, I've been getting a lot of requests for Canada, and apparently they've been pl- like they're much cooler about the content there, even than some of the and uh, you know some of my favorite artists of all time. Or, I mean, Neil Young. I mean, you can't do much fucking better than that. Yeah, go to go to Toronto. He can play the horseshoe. He can oh, sell yeah, that. Out. So a lot of the, great places. But, uh, but here's the thing too, because it's, it's such a mom and pop organization. I got here probably wrong words to call mom and pop organization when I'm fucking both in a song. Right, but. <laughs> Like you and can't even buy. Asses. Well, well, only. Or just eat one ass. Uh, well, I actually eat my mom's pussy and eat up dad's ass. So right. did I just get banned for <laughs> southeastern tours off now? <laughs> um, but uh, no, but CD like the actual physical like we, it's it's only digital. And can, like we still haven't even figured out how to get because Australia wanted us to. We were selling digital like iTunes. We were on number one on the iTunes country charts in Australia. I, oh man! And I'm like. Let's go over there. They're like, we don't even have CDs. Like, how's publicity over there? Like, I don't know. No one buys now, CDs. Yeah, no one's buying it. And well, I feel like you just show it? up and you'd fill every place. Yeah, well, the pro- well, the, well, maybe. I hope that's true. But the problem is getting these this, this band and these fuckers on a plane to Australia. Yeah. And then it's like, <laughs> we should show up if we don't have a gig. You know, we got to. Yeah. I don't. But I'm with you. I don't like the. This whole thing is supposed to be fun. It, listen, it's been a blast. But there's, the bigger it gets, the more kind of planning and less. It's like, yeah, yeah. you know, it's like we got to get the bus to get to the thing. And it's yeah. like, just let's just fuck around and just dick. But, you know, it's too much. Then you really start blowing money. It's just like, just show up to a town and play. But, I mean, Canada has a couple of huge country music festivals. and Well, I always heard about Canada with the problem is, which is why people do like, you know, Seattle Bank. It's just, it's so spread Getting out. drugs across the border. Well, no, I heard that. Well, I, I made sure everyone in my band's got a nice big butt so we can shove the, st- the stuff up there. Perfect. But, you know, if you did it just Canada, it's just too hard, right, to go between. Or maybe there's places in between. I don't know. I'm oh, yeah. There's plenty in between. Absolutely. All I, maybe the they're just all, not we'll on the major circuits. We'll map it out for you. We'll map it out for you. It'll be perfect. 5%. Okay, I'll give you done. 5%. Great. Can we come on the tour? Oh, gosh. You, I mean, you're driving the van now. Oh, Perfect. So yeah, because I think that'd be a blast. But yet, I really only know, you know, Vancouver and, you know, 
Montreal. You know, there's only really a no, few. You got to go to Saskatoon. You That's the go shit to I don't know. China, Winnipeg. The prairies are, you know, it's like like Alberta is like going to Texas, you know, like that's that's your wheelhouse right in there. Well, that's, that's a, it's funny because like, you know, as much as I traveled around in my life, which is not much, but I don't mean this in a demeaning, all I kind of do, there's rednecks everywhere. You know, it's yeah. like, yeah, I went to, I remember I was uh, traveling around Europe and a buddy of mine was hanging out at Oxford, which to me is like the most, you know, the least, like the most esteemed, he was studying a guy from Kentucky was studying in Oxford. And I go to meet him. I'm speaking to just be guys and ties with the fucking encyclopedia, just reading books. And I see there's just these little kids and they're throwing rocks at cars. And, I, and he just, the first thing he says to me, I hadn't seen him in t- five years from back in Kentucky. He goes, he has points. I go, look, there's rednecks everywhere. <laughs> He's like, wherever you go, there's yep. going to be, and I think there's an audience for this stuff everywhere. It's just, yeah. you know, I'm trying to, you know, I can't go do, do those things before I play to the Southeast. Tour, tickets on sale Friday. Oh, yeah, so give your last... Uh, when is this? When is this? Is this live? Is this this is going to come out on Thursday. This is right. tomorrow. So right. uh, tell everyone where they get your stuff and where they can get tickets. Well, I, album called Redneck Shit, iTunes, Amazon. Don't go to your fucking chain store. Cause it, Don't go to Walmart. Yeah, they, 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 they'll yell you just for asking for it. <laughs> uh, tickets for the Southeastern Tour go out... Um, are probably, by the time it's come out, on sale now. Or goes on sale... The tomorrow, you know, are on. They go on sale into the week, and if you listen to this podcast later, the great thing about podcasts, you listen to when the fuck whenever. Out. That's right. But going back to complimenting you guys because I know you guys like that. <laughs> but what's been cool about part of the, what's been cool about this for me too is, you know, making this dirty crazy record, which shouldn't be that crazy because I'm just talking normal people talk and playing real country music. Is you know everyone's yelling. I mean, you can't do TV, you can't do all this shit. But there's so many outlets now, you know, there's so many places like this that have bigger followings than the TV shows and the, like, yeah. but, but you guys have your own, you know, like I did Rogan, for example, like that's bigger than, that's huge. That's yeah, that's bigger than, but that's bigger than Tonight Show because yeah. the, Rogan's fans are listening to him that and would. they're there because they want to hear his opinions. They hear what he's, that's you right. know, Tonight Show, you're just, I mean, I'll, I'll play if you want me to, but the Tonight Show, it's like you're tuning in to just before you fall asleep you're tuning in yeah. to see the the star you're tuning in like yeah you these... might not even know who's on that day exactly yeah. this is like oh you're tuning in because you trust these two guys and you like what they do and if they like the album maybe it's something you so i've it's been really cool to see that that you there's a way around all the bullshit i know it's weird to say this in the fox building but it's a, a way around all that bullshit and not have to do that stuff and find your audience because i think the bigger point is i think all these major labels they're just going to crumble. I mean, there's that's where I'm really pissing off National more than anything. Yeah, is I'm I got an independent record that's selling that pisses them off more than yeah. me saying fuck. You, you went know? outside the system and it worked, and that scares the shit out of them. It scares the shit because they know already they're fucked. Yeah, and they know that you know the songs they put out, which have a shelf life of about an hour and a half, they, it's not going to hold up very much longer, and people are going to want real music. And once they find out, you can just put it up yourself and put it on iTunes. Or just find some like Thirty Tigers distributes my 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 album. It's just a bill building in Nashville, and they just you know like distribution. Like they're my distributors. What's distribution? Oh, we upload it to iTunes. Which <laughs> now I think about, it, I don't even need them for. But they've been no, oh, they've been great though. But you know, but it's like it's just it's becoming so. Like I, I always try. And you guys probably think about this too, growing up in Canada. Like I think about what my life would have been like if I'd been this connected. Because in Lexington, Kentucky, in the eighties and nineties. Like, 
I, uh, who's this? I can't ignore people when they want. In Lexington, Kentucky, in the 80s, 90s, you're so cut off from everything, you know? Yeah. Nowadays, it's all kind of the same That's a great place. point. And, and that's what I mean. Like, you talked about, who are all these people at my concert at the Troubadour? That's the internet, right? That That's everybody. Totally. That's word of mouth. That's people saying, this album's great. You got to listen to this album. Because as you said, radio, it's over. And, it's and hopefully over. you're going to get a nice uh, bump uh, from this podcast. Yeah, that's, the, the Canada podcast bump. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm checking those Canadian charts next week. (laughs) But, yeah, no, it's cool. And it's like, like I said, what you can do instead of the cool part of this is you can you can make sure you're only going to like places where people are fans and like what you do. And then it's like a friendly thing instead of like having some publicist force you on to, you know, some show. They don't want you there. You don't want but the label called the Mm -hmm. guy who runs the fucking network. And it's like the whole thing. And you get just talk to people who are into the music and. Who likes, you know, like what you're doing, digging? I like, like, I wouldn't be here if I didn't, if I didn't like you and hate ESPN so much. You were, you were, yeah. you were so complimentary when we first made contact. Well, what happened really was, it. It, now, now it's time to talk about you guys. But I, I've been so, cause I'm a, I'm a sports guy, you know, growing up, like I said, in Lexington, Kentucky, you know, we're my, I'm a Kentucky fan, but you know, there's so, it's a big, I don't say, it's, I mean, it's obviously all Kentucky basketball all the time there, but I like sports and, when you're on the road or playing, you try to, in the old days, you could turn it into fucking ESPN, just get your fucking sports news without these lame fucking mom jokes on it. And now, <laughs> so I'm like, I can't watch this fucking dog shit anymore. And ESPN is such fucking shit. And then when I heard Disney ball, I'm like, oh, that's going to make it better. And then <laughs> it's so much fucking shit. And they're in bed with all the fuck. I mean, not that other networks aren't, but they're in bed with all the fucking. So you're not hearing the fucking news. It's all people yapping at each other. So I'm like, I got to get my sports from somewhere else. I tune yeah. on this on your show, yes. and I'm like, there it is. Channel 896 is where I'm going to whatever it was. <laughs> but it's like the same thing with me. It's like people get fed up with the shit that's out there. There's got to be something out. I mean, it's not like, again, some small. I mean, for you guys it is, but Fox Sports, it's everywhere. I just, yeah. it, just t- it took me a while to get pissed off enough to search around. And I'll give you a good example, and I'll, and I'll compliment um, your cohort, uh, Mr. Cowherd here. I wake up, I was, that was the day back from the tour. The day back from the tour is when Durant got traded. And I'm like, fuck, I want to see, see what people have to say about it. This is big fucking basketball news. ESPN got the fucking hot dog eating contest on. <laughs> and that ESPN2 has got some fucking women, like, bat, like bas- intramural basketball or some shit. I couldn't find shit about it. So I turned to this channel, you know, and uh, Cowherd had gotten out of bed. He wasn't even yeah. hosting that day. Yeah, he, yeah. Like, he, was, he came on as a yeah. guest and talked about Durant and the effects it's going to have on the league. That's right. And I'm in bed and I'm watching. I'm like, oh fuck it. I should have stopped. Here. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start first here. Yeah. Boom. So I don't care how many fucking hot dogs. I don't care if it's fucking Fourth of July. Yeah. Interrupt the fucking hot dog eating contest <laughs> and talk about. You can't tell Sports. me. You can't tell me that the hot dog eating contest can't be delayed while we talk yeah. about Kevin Durant playing for the. Now is probably going to be the best NBA. That's yeah. got to be big. I don't care if he shoves every hot dog in the world up his asshole. It's just <laughs> the Durant trade is bigger news. Interrupt the hot dog eating contest. So fuck ESPN and fuck everyone on there. On that note, we better wrap because uh, our uh, a guy who's in charge of this, Ben Teller. First off, he's got to bleep the fuck out of this. I oh, love it. Is he going to be and, pissed? And that anybody on? That's him right there. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he, uh, yeah, he's got his his work cut out for him. Here. Yeah, um, so it's gonna come out in like eight and once. That's right. <laughs> and it's just. <laughs> and I love that. I love that we're finishing with "Sit on My Face." And I like the you know the songs. Just an um, intro. 
Wheeler, this is like, honestly, yeah, this is a blast. Well, I, I can't thank you guys enough, man. So much fun. Like I said, it's a mutual admiration society, and we all seem to hate the same people, too. So it's, it's been really cool. All right, uh, we're going on vacation for three weeks, so we will talk to you guys in three weeks. There will be some best of, though. Ben's yeah. going to put out yeah, some best of podcasts. that's right, podcast. best of podcasts throughout. And uh, fire us a tweet, and make sure you tweet Wheeler. And say, you know, you want him to come to your town. You want him to come play. What's your Twitter handle? I think it's all Wheeler Walker Jr. Don't Snapchat me your dicks. I'm sick of looking at your dicks. <laughs> Can I leave? Just, just your boobs. Well, yeah. see you later. And uh, yeah, we can't wait to get back uh, to Canada. Next, next LA show, you guys got to come. We'll be there. <laughs>